Hey everyone, you're listening to episode 15 of Inside Kevin C. On this episode, we have my good friend Megan Lewis, whose name you might recognize from last episode uh, because she shares a last name with Nathan. They are married. And you might also recognize her name from episode 9, which was my smash memoir uh, episode. And she's mentioned in that episode, and she also took probably 95% of the pictures that went into the uh, photo album that was that accompanied that episode. So props to her for that again. And uh, I met Megan in college. I actually happened to know Nathan and Megan um, separately, and uh, turns out they ended up meeting each other and getting married, so that's kind of cool. Um, in this episode, we chat about school a lot. We talk about uh, social norms and um, how they're sort of enforced by other people around us and other things and, uh, lots of communication stuff. And then, uh, the episode is rounded out by some talk about relationships and marriage. So, uh, it's a really good one and, uh, I really hope you enjoy it. Online, you know, like, uh, what is it called? Blackboard assignments uh-huh. and... It refreshes for whatever reason, and it's just gone. Was this in, in your undergrad? Yeah, and then sometime freshman year, and of course, from then on, every single piece of anything I did in Google Docs. Because we were like, didn't want to lose it. Yeah, it's not worth it. I'm trying to think if I've ever lost anything that's like so important I wanted to like cut off my hand kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. But I have had like... I've had like smaller pieces of writing I think I've done. Well, and so, right, this is like my 20th computer in my lifetime. <laughs> And so, not 20th. One for each year. One for each one. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously, because like I have, so I have my hard drive that keeps like all my stuff, but this thing literally has like, year, like from way back into the first laptop days mm-hmm. of my So you transfer stuff every time? Yeah. And then like, but sometimes things crash and sometimes like it does all this like stupid stuff. And so, I mean... I try to keep it all, but there's just things that are, like, broken up, and, and I've got, like, fragments of stuff that didn't save, or, like, I thought I course, had more yeah. written, and then I don't, but, like, I, when I got this computer, like, if you go in here, um, I, like, keep it really simple, so I have, like, folders that are, like, creative writing, it's just, like, all my creative writing stuff, I have, like, a Nathan Things folder in here, Nathan Things, <laughs> I was trying to have, like, give a job, and I was, like, Oh, I need yeah. to like actually look at it on the screen. I can't use your like laptop that does not work for me. That's a nice screen. I wish I had a. Oh my I... gosh, it's like a godsend. I did my. Did you just stumble upon it or what? No, no, <laughs> I just like went. Well, because you know, I have like my, my. I finally got rid of my um, when I got this my my iPad. I got rid of my MacBook that I got when I was a junior and a sophomore in high school. Oh, so I've had it for like ever, yeah. and it was so slow that it wouldn't run the newest update, I put, like, this is, like, I don't know what update this is. You was seven I don't higher. have any Apple products. Oh, you so don't have any know. Apple products. You don't even have the phone yet. What do you mean yet? As if <laughs> I'm going to switch over. <laughs> Why do you not want to switch over? Are you just, like, not into I Apple I just like, culture? I mean, I like Android products, and they're usually Windows. cheaper, I feel like. So, maybe that's not true. Everything's so, all phones are super expensive these days, but. Yeah. Do you like, like, like do you like, like the do you like the interface of it? I do. I think I could learn to like the Apple interface, but 
It's kind of like, it's like in lot. Smash when you know you do something differently, like you shield with R or L. But it's like, why switch? What do you shield with? L. <laughs> oh, because I use R. Yeah. Like I couldn't do it with L. That See, would not... Yeah, I couldn't do it with R. But Isn't that weird? It, well, really in Smash, like in most cases, it's actually optimal to do one thing or the other because, for example, with shield, wave dashing... Out of shield. You have to use... A lot of people like using two different shield buttons because wave dashing takes a shield, right? Because mm -hmm. you have to air dodge uh -huh. diagonally. But if you're wave dashing out of shield, you're already holding shield. So people like to do it with both. Or you can just learn it the slightly harder way and use the same button. But in this case, it's like, why switch platforms, you know? <laughs> My brother, when he got married a couple years back, two years ago? Which now? brother? Uh, ben. Ben. Yeah. Um... He had an iPhone. He like got a, like he got an iPhone when I got an iPhone when we were growing up. And then his wife had a an Android. And then she like I don't know if she convinced him or just he wanted to oh, or he what. Over. So he switched. So it sucks because no, it doesn't suck. But like it sucks when we do group chats with our family. There's like you type in every single person's name cuz I do it in like order. This is a weird thing. I do like mom, then I do my sister, and then my oldest next oldest brother, my next oldest. You know, I like go down the line. Yeah. But then when it gets to him, it's like Boop, and the whole thing turns green. It's everybody's blue. Everybody has an iPhone except for him. And then I'm like, mother. So it's just the color. That's the only difference. I no, mean... well, and it's like the way that the messages send. I feel like has something. I don't know. Well, so there's know. like specific sp specific emojis, right? Or well, like emojis are a thing. This is really like you know Andy. Andy just switched to yeah. iPhone. Oh really? Yeah. I yeah, he was and like he's been a like a hot hardcore <laughs> Android guy. Yeah, he's always an invent Android, and then I he like posted something about getting a new phone, and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like you're getting a new phone? Like look at are you getting the iPhone? He's getting like the iPhone 11 with the all the cameras and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I really like it. It's really nice. So I was like, oh, but he made some comment because Leanne, who's his girlfriend, right? And my friend, he was like, yeah, it's got the blue chat when I talk with Leanne now, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing he'd come up with, like, this is why I have this like, $1,000 product. Yeah, it's got to have that blue chat. I don't know, I just like, well, and so like when I was picking out this, don't tell Nathan, but I did really want something for drawing, as much as I was like, I want it for grad school. Well, if it specifically has a, or wait, did it come with that pen, or that's so, just an accessory okay. you can buy? Yeah, you want to talk about Apple products being expensive. So, like, this yeah. is a... You pay for this, and then you also pay for this, keep the keyboard, oh, nice. and then you also pay for the pencil. So, like, this is only, like, say, $300 or something, and then this is an extra 100 and this Wait, is an extra 100 the tablet's only $300? Yeah, this is actually a bad. super good deal. I didn't get the Pro, like, the advanced tech one that yeah. runs, like, a computer, because I was like, I don't need a computer. Like, I've got a computer. I just need something. <laughs> I just need something that, like works and travels and I can draw on it and I can use it. I use it for like taking notes in class. Like this is super sick. Hold on, I'll show you. Nope. Do you have the Until... finger? Or the I do, but it's, too? but like I take notes in class on it. So like okay. all my notes are here. So I can just go and be like, okay, when we were studying phenomenology, I have all my notes from when we were studying phenomenology in class. Dang, it seems like you have pretty good handwriting on that thing too. Cause I have, my cell phone actually has Oh, a little stylus. stylus? No but way. I just don't like. You just I never don't handwrite it. it. Well, there's no. I don't understand phones with styluses. That doesn't make any sense. I to understand me. it when I watch my parents try to text without <laughs> them. It's just like your parents. Do your okay. Your parents are both my, androids. Yeah, my whole family's android, and my parents are like pull it out, and it's like they're just tapping away at it, and it's, it's just funny to watch. But they hold it like up to their face. 
Oh, God. My mom's a, she does iPhone. She just one fingers the whole time. Yeah. But I just, it's just. You like, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you just, well, my dad still has a flip phone, I think. Really? Dang. Yeah. My dad's like, well, he needs to roll organs, so. He's like, I don't need no fancy technology. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> Madras, right? Mm -hmm. Is that how you pronounce it? Madras? It's like, yeah, the capital of India. No, that's Madras. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the capital of India is Madras. India? India? Really? Oh, you're making me second guess no, myself. Like, that just doesn't up, sound Indian. You're making me feel bad now. Madras, India. Ready? No, that's Chennai. Okay, every, you can just, you can just <laughs> cut that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Because when you type in Madras... Spain? No, look at Madras. It's not Spain. <laughs> A strong, fine, textured cotton fabric. What's the capital of Spain? <laughs> Madrid. Madrid, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. I was like, no. <laughs> Everybody always goes like... I remember when I first moved to Madras when I was like 12 or whatever. It was oh, really... you didn't live there? I thought you grew up there. No, I grew up in Portland. Oh, what? I grew up in like, um, oh, like Oregon City. I was born in Oregon City, Oregon, hmm. and grew up in, it's technically called, I don't know, it's kind of weird. The areas over there are like so combined, it's all just like forest, right? Um, but I grew up in Beaver Creek, which was part of the community called Milino, which was right next to Magala. It's like all these very <laughs> like Native American tribal words oh, okay. like that's where they come from yeah. um but yeah and then I moved when I was 12 but it, I just funny because I remember like moving did you never moved in your whole life right no I I was born in California and I moved here when I was six okay so you don't like really remember it too much I just remember um, a long car ride to, <laughs> it's a know. long way to yeah. a new place um well, it's just funny because when, when you're 12 you have friends you've gone to elementary yeah, school with school. Um, I had just started sixth grade, so I was like a month into sixth grade when we found out I was moving, and it was like, oh, we're moving in a week. It was not like a... Really? Yeah. It was like a, we're going, and we're leaving, pack up your stuff, we're going away. <laughs> and so it was like really weird, because I remember telling my friends, but the funniest thing was like, where are you moving to? What's going on? And my best... I don't know if it was my best friend. I have poor memories. Or if it was my brother Ben's best friend, who goes, you're going to Mattress? Like Mattress <laughs> World? Mattress. <laughs> It's like, no, Madras yeah, with a D. Like, I don't even know where it's at. I have no... Well, and I did, did because... Did you go there for a job? No, it was, like, kind of a weird situation. Essentially, the way that I just usually... The short story is that my dad no longer owned the property that we were living on due to unfortunate circumstances, and so we moved to a new property to, to do that. So we oh, did... So what year would that have been, actually? 2007? Oh, so right before. Did it have anything to do with the crash? The crash. The economic crash? No. Okay. It didn't happen. Because I switched that. schools when that happened. But, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's. Where were you going before? Because you did Coal Valley Christian. Coal Valley? For 8th and 9th grade. Where's Coal Valley that's Christian? My where... brother almost went to a Christian elementary school and he didn't. He ended up going just to a public really? one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's in Meridian. It's. I don't know. I'm bad with. You like religious schools? Are. Did it you like fine. it? Did you like it? I don't know. It was fine. It was small. Would you ever send your kids to a Christian school? Or like a, um, a denominational school? I guess. I just don't feel strongly enough to spend that kind of money on it. Yeah, because it's... You just, I don't know what tuition is. I have yeah, no idea so what I think my parents like were paying schools. like five grand a year. 
or a semester. So it's not like compared to That's college. A lot. Yeah. It's it's about like a what Boise State went for. I was going to say Boise State. Ago. Yeah, Boise State right now is like three and a half or something. Per semester. Yeah, yeah. per semester. So I want to say it might have been per year. Cause that yeah, just that sounds about right. Yeah. But I don't know. Like they do. I mean, they just live off of private money, so. Yeah. Well, so it's like my, all my sister's kids go to Catholic school. Because really? they built that really big fancy one out by the big fancy church I got married in. Like oh, across yeah. from the church is, is okay. St. Saint, Saint Ignatius. And it's like, it's literally like pre-K through 8th. And then Dang. Bishop Kelly is like the high school that's Catholic, yeah. so. Is it really Catholic, though? Because I feel like it's... St. Ignatius or Bishop no, Kelly? Bishop Kelly. Well, I don't know much about it. I only know that Nathan graduated from it. He, if you talk to him, he's like, yeah, it's very Catholic. Like, you do mass, you learn, you take religious classes, you learn, like, this okay, is the way. Okay, that's something. Because yeah. he, the funniest thing about when we got married was that he was always like, oh, this is great because I literally know it all. He's like, I remember everything from going to high school. So I, like, know the oh, prayers and I know the way that, the, like, the, like, the, Mass will go. Well, we didn't really do mass, but, like, I know the way that it's structured, and I know everything about it. So, like, this is just, like, familiar. Dang, that... That's fine. Well, that's good. Yeah, I... That's kind of nice to have that in your back pocket, I guess, if you're getting <laughs> married uh, in a Catholic ceremony. Yeah. But I never really put it together that he went to a Catholic school, because I've, I've known he's gone to BK, too, mm. for his last year, right? It in was high school. Last... Yeah, last year. But... It was weird. He went to, like, like, three different... His his uh his whole family's Mormon. I'm like I'm so how did that happen <laughs> in high school? Like why did they decide? I guess there's not really Mormon high school. There was around, like but... it's not so my like, it's, it's not my than... deed nor my tail to tail. Yeah, I know. I don't know. If from what it, basically he was like struggling other places and they were like oh god what do we do? Right, Let's I didn't think he liked Eagle at the at the time. So um yeah, because he wasn't Eagle and then he did. Like a different school for a while and then yeah but uh it's funny his parents were very much like the catholic school ruined him really <laughs> that's why he's not mormon and i was like i don't think that's why yeah. <laughs> but i also don't think i personally don't think catholic school is like i don't think religious schools are yeah, good super pro <laughs> i am yeah. not pro religious schooling which is my own personal opinion of it but i don't have opinions on many things so i guess i can have one on that that's fine. And your, <laughs> as a quick anecdote to your point, there's like a whole movement, I guess you could call it, on Coal Valley Christian oh, Valley. Oh, like, right now? Yeah, like it's from former students who are like, oh, this thing's messed up. Blah, blah, oh, blah, and are shoot. Doing all these YouTube interviews and... I think I heard about it's that. It's called Coal Valley Speaks. Yeah, I think I, that like what got kind of, not viral, but right? A little bit on Facebook. Do you know yeah. Kelsey Crow? She went to BSU. Really familiar. Her older brother is like the guy who's doing it all. Okay, that's probably where I've seen it. Then it's probably like a friend of a friend, and it got shared. Yeah. And I've seen because I was like, that sounds really familiar. I'm I think she it. was in the honors college. That's kind of how I Kelsey have Crow. been in contact with her. Most I people really I know. Her, but... so usually, like, and Nathan always says this to me. He's like, usually when a name pops up, you know it, and I don't know how you know it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the person that you walk around with, and people are like, I'm like, hi, how are you? Like, how do you know that person? I was like, oh, I took one class from him when I was a freshman. <laughs> They're so nice. He's like, stop. I need you to stop saying hi to people. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty social. <laughs> I remember, well, actually, I listened sort of to your podcast with Nathan a little bit about talking about not being... So, I didn't... I, I was at work, so I was... Name drop. What? 
Just no, looking I was people talking about you. Oh, I was looking for a little bit of talking about me, but I was at work, so I was kind of distracted. But we were, you guys were talking about being social and stuff, and I was just like, I just always enjoyed being social, just like it's part of who I am. It's part of what Nathan agreed to when he married. Yeah, it's like always being social. I just like can't. I go stir crazy. You want to hear a really funny story? So on Tuesday, right? It was like right before Halloween. Tuesday this week, my girlfriend Emma called me. She like, I saw the phone, right? And I was like, oh, Emma's calling me. And Nathan's like, you better answer it. And I was like, but if I answer it, I know she's going to want to hang out with me. Like I know it's like, it was like six o'clock on a Tuesday, right? And I was like, she probably just want to hang out or something. And I was like, but I don't really want to go out. Like all this homework I got to do. And you know, and he's like, well, you should answer it and just tell her no. Like, just tell her that it's okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. I answer the phone. I'm like, hi. And she's like, hey, I'm throwing this impromptu pumpkin carving, pumpkin painting. If you want to come, totally no pressure. Like, just thought I'd get a few girlfriends together. And I was like, oh, like all this homework. And, and she's like, yeah, it's no big deal. And I was like, okay, I'll okay. see you in an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which ended up being fun and fine. Yeah. And I was like, went. And then I got home super late. And I was like, that was really fun. And then I was like, why do I say yes to being social? I'm exhausted. Well, it was really fun. That's why. I mean, I guess I know. And then I get home and then I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Why did I do that? Like, so you feel like you regret it afterwards? No, I don't regret it. I, it's not like regretful. It's just like draining. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I purposely dream. I don't know why I get pleasure out of purposely draining myself constantly. Like, if I'm not tired and dying, it's like, what am I even doing with my life? <laughs> I think that's, I think that kind of makes sense. I mean, that's why people like working out, right? It's like, it feels really good to be like, Sociability is my working out? out? There. Well, it's a different, it's a different yeah. form of it, right? It's like, I, it's, it's not necessarily like an uh, achievement thing, but it's like, I put myself out there and. Is that how you feel? Did my best. And... Is that working out? Cause you That's like some went, of it, you yeah. You through like a whole phase, right? Or even you still work out, right? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> nice. I mean, I like to, I hate working out. It's nice to feel feel tired and feel accomplished and. I guess yeah, I guess yeah. It's just that draining, that for me it drains all my emotional and not like my physical, because I still have physical energy and I could still go out and work out after I. Right. Went yeah. out, but it's like a different kind of. Yeah, I think I it's like a different form of. Kind of the, the same thing, I guess. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it feels so much better to do like work really hard or be really extroverted the whole day and then like lay down in your bed. It makes it way more satisfying than if you were just doing nothing the whole day. You know? Yeah, I guess so. You went on like a you're still on your self improvement kick, right? Yeah, for the rest of my life. Uh, for the rest of your life. <laughs> like everybody should be. Uh, I Although. Guess that's... I'll eventually run out of books. You know? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, self-help books. Yeah. Oh, you're self -help I don't books. like uh, that terminology because it's kind of cringy and it's kind of been ruined. Self-help. We were but talking. Self-development or self-improvement is nice. So what about like? So this is funny because this all relates to my. I talk about. We were talking about self-help in some way in my class this week, right? So I talked to you last week briefly about my communication class, mm -hmm. which you see in front of me. Yeah. Um, I just did. I was reading about sociocultural communication, mm -hmm. and then I was reading. Now I just read about critical communicate, critical tradition communication, but it's all about like hegemony. You know what hegemony is? 
Um, I learned all this <laughs> sociology. No, that's okay. Uh, I'm just wait, curious. wait, wait. Let me give a shot at it, though. Okay. So it's like... It has something to do with the, like, mainstream view sort of enforcing their beliefs and opinions on the minority group. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, it's like we talked about in class, we talked about, like, the Panopticon. I haven't heard that. Panopticon is, like, super interesting. You want to hear about it? I'll tell you about it. It helps. Wait, what's hegemony? Oh, sorry. Hegemony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, hegemony is, like, the the fact that we buy into our own self-destruction constantly and our own imprisonment to society. Wait, what? So like, it's like wokeness. you woke up this morning. I always use this example. It's really stupid. And it's because we used it in class. Yeah. You woke up this morning and you put on clothes. Mm, yeah. It was your own choice and you bought into it because society tells you like, but like we perpetuate, oh, so it's like the we perpetuate enforcement our of norms kind of, yeah. The enforcement of like, yeah, that's like a good way to put it into of societal values and economic systems and like the one that I didn't quite understand class, but, um, my professor brought it up was like, by like, uh, going into a, like buying, having a mortgage. <laughs> it's like when you get a mar mortgage to pay the bank and you do all this stuff and like the house isn't even yours and right. you still owe the bank and the bank makes all this money and it's like this whole system and it's like, but you're buying into it. Like you chose to get a mortgage and to yeah. do that and to buy a house. You could have lived in a co-op with, you know, four other people. And then, you know, how is that different or whatever? You could so have saved like, up a lot and for it's a really like, cheap house. It's basically like, oh, well, the American dream tells you that you got to buy a house, right? You got to have yeah. your, you got to have your two kids and your white picket fence. And yeah, so. 2.4 kids or whatever. Yeah. 2.4. Is that what the, what is that what the average is? I don't is? think it's two, but it's like two points. Zero kids, two dogs. No, yeah, that's the real, that's the optimal. <laughs> the <American>, <laughs> it's the millennial dream is what I call it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like a very it's different. It's becoming very different. Yeah. It's like super weird. But anyways, the Panopticon, which is the other thing we talked about, which is, you know, what's so funny is that I was like, we did the reading, the Panopticon, and I've been watching Nathan play that game called Control. Have you heard of that one? Mm -hmm. It's like really interesting. It's just like all about bending reality and basically it's really psychologically weird. It's like one of those kind of games where hmm. everything's in the character's head and all stuff. Oh, you're like playing it and you don't know what's real. Yeah, a little like... bit. And everything's, it's all, it's all very sci-fi maybe based. I don't yeah. know. Um, anyways, but it's all about, there, there's this part and I only know this because he brought it up in class and then I was like, Oh, the Panopticon, yeah! And then I literally had no idea what I was talking about. But I was like, oh, it's because of this video game. And like... I know this buzzword. I was like, yeah, he has to... Like, in the video game, you're the main character, and then your brother's stuck in the Panopticon, and you have to go... He's like a prisoner there. And they're like, oh, yeah, what else? And I was like, that's all I remember. But they're like, a Panopticon is a big prison. It's funny, Nathan was like, they have one of these in Seattle. It's like a big prison. It's circular. And there's all these cells all the way down, right? Just imagine there's a bunch of levels okay, and there's cells right. all the way around. Like jail cells. Yeah, jail cells. And then there's a big thing in the middle. And there's a spotlight, right? There's a spotlight that looks at everybody. And the spotlight's looking at you, say you're in the jail cell. But you don't know if there's a security guard standing there or not. It's kind of like Schrodinger's cat in a way. It's like, you don't know because you can't see, right? But you know the light's looking at you. So it's like the we behave because we don't know. It's kind of like Big Brother in a way. Right. We behave because we don't know whether somebody's watching us or not. 
And so that's like the whole, the panopticon theory or the super panopticon. Like we live in a, America is a super panopticon. Like we're constantly being watched. So we're being by watched your... by other people around us. Well, yeah. So, and then there's more issues of like privacy and technology and our digital footprint right. and big brother and your Alexa sitting in your house listening to you or your phone's listening to you. Yeah. Or... It could be pretty conspiracy or even just like. People are insanely susceptible to changing their actions based on just, like, making sure they look normal to other people, right? Yes. So even like if no one's, like, paying way. attention to you, mm -hmm. yeah, you don't want to, like, do something weird in a crowd because you're like skipping. You're yeah, you're not skipping down the quad or something because yeah. then people will be like, what the crap is that person doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's very, like, yeah. Like it's, it's, like, purely social versus... Mm -hmm. They're gonna put you in jail for. Yeah, it's just like a, it's that. That's where like the socio-cultural standpoints come from. Is like what's norms yeah. and what's enforced, and it's just really interesting. It's like it's funny because I went, I read that whole reading last week, and was like, I don't understand any of this. And then I go to class and they talk about it, and I'm like, Oh, I get it. That's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like don't. Yeah, it makes zero sense usually. This week was either. The readings. Yeah. Really, dang. You can borrow my book. I'm done with it now. Mm. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like super, I like, so you know how I'm like, I don't know, at least for undergrad, and maybe this is not the case for you, but we'd always get books and only read like one chapter of them. Yeah. Which is so for annoying. Sure. And I was like, I'm buying this whole book. Oh, kind of like just, you, like the class would only read one chapter? Yeah. Oh, I would just only read one chapter. Oh. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> no, the class would usually be like, so we're going to read chapter four and we're going to read chapter eight and then the rest of right. it we're not going to use. Like I, just all like the books that are names. like up there from classes and stuff, like, this is a really good example, Bird by Bird. <laughs> it's like a writing book. Some, some instructions on writing and life. So you can like see all my little tabbies. Mm -hmm. I only read those chapters. But this has, like, so much good stuff in it that I should probably read because, you know, like... Could be useful. Could be useful. But this is the first textbook that I've gotten and literally have read every single page. And I'm oh, like... So you've completely finished it now? Yeah. I'm done. So I got all the way to... 400... Jeez. 400... And, like, this is not... Like, look at this. Yeah, it's a lot of text. I'm really proud of myself, though. Like, was it really interesting or was it... Is yeah. that what the difference was, you think? Was it more interesting than other things? Um, well, so the whole point of it is kind of like with like communication traditions is that some may like really align with you and some will not. So for me, I think I talked about this, but like phenomenolo phenomenology really aligns with me because it's all about dialogue. It's like what we're doing right now. It's like mm -hmm. we're just talking and we're just like having open conversation and that's how we communicate the best. This is the best way to communicate in my opinion. And then some like socio-cultural communication i was like the crap is happening i don't understand anything none of this makes sense and then you go to class and they're like oh well it the reason is because this tradition is based on all these factors and maybe you don't align with those factors maybe your brain doesn't see it that way and it's like oh and that's how i was i was like oh my brain just doesn't think that way my brain doesn't right. look at the giant panopticon of the world it looks at like really micro interactions between people to look at the macro part of everything else so i was like oh but so each one is interesting in their own respect it's just like some are more than others so do you think there are viewpoints or like some of the you, are there seven perspectives or there's seven in this book seven but there could yeah. be more yeah, theoretically <laughs> obviously they try to they probably want to hit on like 
more fundamental modes of it because you can combine like two or yeah yeah uh but are there some that you felt like were just like seeing things that weren't there no no um i'm trying to go back and think about them i don't think so because they they see things that would just, it's totally based on the individual but the difference is that they see things that maybe you didn't see but it, to me none of them felt like they were blatantly pointing out things that i literally didn't know how they got there like mm -hmm. i understood them enough to come to the realization like yeah, that makes sense. If you were to look at it like this, you're going to see something that's a little different than how, if I'm looking at it like this. So you could like look at our conversation and explain the way that we're talking in seven different ways, technically, right? Yes. In, 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 in at theory. least most likely, yeah. Because... I guess like, yeah, so we could look at this as a conversation where I'm trying to persuade you of something. Sure. We could look at it like I'm trying to persuade you to read this type book or, or something. We're trying to persuade each other. Or yeah, I'm. You're yeah. You're trying to persuade me into something. My goal is so obvious. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's the thing, or maybe it's that, um, maybe it's more based on the language that we're using and how we're like understanding the meaning of our words and stuff, right? So like, that one's a little bit trickier. So the whole thing is that some of them are really tricky, and you're like, what the heck? This doesn't make yeah. any sense. Some the phenomenological one's gonna look at it and be like, oh. um... We're having an honest, are they having an honest dialogue? Is it open? Do they respect each other? Um, you know, like those sort of things. Hmm. Cybernetics is going to be like, she sends a message and then he receives <laughs> it. And then he comes back and brings her feedback. And it's like, that's how we're interacting. Right. So yeah. just sees it differently. And then you can look at different factors based on that. It's super confusing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I that, that's theory. cool. No, it's cool. <laughs> I, uh, what I'm used to, I guess, when it comes to... When I hear a lot of these words, I just think of like flat sociology and it's like, well, we're having this conversation based on this unspoken power dynamic. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That's like critical that tradition. Critical about, theory. Or, is about, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, what are their races, you know? So like, we're both oh, white, yeah, so maybe yeah. that doesn't, that means so they're going to have to be more aligned in mm -hmm. this way. Yeah. It's like all that, but it just has to do more with the actual act of communicating how the communication takes place, I guess. Yeah, right. Well, theoretically, <laughs> I think what you'd want to see from these theories is you slowly be able to sort of piece together an expectation or a prediction as to what's going to happen five to ten minutes from now based on whatever characteristics you're studying, right? Because there's a lot of different things you can pick up on. Like, each theory is looking at different facts, right, mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. what's going on here. Yeah. And if you can, whichever theory has the best prediction of what happens in the future means that theory is the most perhaps applicable to our conversation, right? Yeah, that could be like a socio-psych look at it, I think. Like, you're looking at the behavior of the people and how we leave this situation, how our behaviors might be different. Like, maybe I'll leave this conversation and drop out of grad school and go live on the streets. Or, I don't know, but yeah, I guess that you, you could... You might stay in grad school forever and then live in the streets. And live in the streets. That's the more likely situation. 
No, with $5 of credit, I'm not. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's a good deal. The best. Got to marry a Boise State employee. That's what you got to do, Kevin. Go to grad school for free. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't have a, they don't have a, like a, because you wanted to do, this was like a while ago, but you I was going to do philosophy. You wanted to do like a, a PhD in philosophy. Mm -hmm. but they Just so I could be a professor. Does that change? Because now you want to go to real estate school. Yeah. Starts tomorrow, actually. Woohoo! It's going to be great. I'm, I'm sure excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope so. Maybe you'll meet some I don't really know. interesting folks. Yeah, I'm curious to see. With them. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm curious to see what the demographic is going to be like. I think if there's going to be some young people like me, some okay. investor, like rich people types, where it's just like it's just kind of useful like to hobby. get your license sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, some hobbyists too. I think. But I don't know what kind of people. I've never bought a house. I don't so know. I don't know type of people that do real estate really. Well, it's kind of everyone, I think. Maybe not. Usually it's like those really... Do you feel like it's older people or... I don't know. Uh, Nathan's sister's a real estate agent. Really? I didn't yeah, know Yeah, Natalie. Dang. Yeah. I've, I've never met... She helped us get this house. ...any of his <laughs> family at Really? All, I don't think. They're like the nicest people in the whole world. Like, actually. Because I think his mom's actually an angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> angel? Yeah, she's like so sweet. I remember yeah, thinking that. Well, I well, like when you ever meet, like, maybe you've not had this experience having not had a girlfriend ever. <laughs> not trying to point that out, but um, too late. Meeting parents of people that yeah. you're interested in. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. <laughs> I don't think so, actually. Yeah. It's just like a weird. It's just scary. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If, if you think you're the best person in the world, it is always <laughs> terrifying. And I remember, like, meeting Nathan's family on his birthday. So his entire family was there. All of the kids were there. All of Dang. the siblings. And he was like, you're going to go and you're going to meet them and it's going to be great. And they're all going to love you. Like, don't worry. Like, you're amazing. And it's going to be fine. And it was. I think a lot of them were like, wow, this chick's better. Why is she with Nathan? <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> um, but no, I'm just kidding. Well, but, that's a huge, he has a huge family, so that's especially intimidating. Well, and it's like funny because I think of it so much. We're both the youngest of six, so I have a huge family. Dang. But mine's different, right? Like, I've had a brother that's been divorced, and I have, an, I have another single brother. I have a brother that's married with no kids. Like, I mean, their family was more like... Tra traditionally Mormon and the fact that like they got married and had kids and kind of like that followed that yeah um framework and mine's a little a lot more sporadic but it was funny because then right after we had his birthday my brother had his like wedding anniversary reception hmm. he did it in the summer so I got married in the winter and they had a reception in the summer so it was fun because then Nathan got to meet everybody there which was like just like a whole different type of meeting people like meeting the like the, the he just kind of like appeared out of nowhere. Honestly, when Nathan and I got together, it kind of appeared out of nowhere. I think everybody was kind of like, what? Um, and so my family was the same way. They're like, who's this dude? What the crap's happening? Yeah. Everybody thought he was British. Did you ever hear that story? No. Every single <laughs> person in my family <laughs> thought he was British. Because I, because. Oh, because you. I was I in, yeah, so I was in the UK. <laughs> and then like, it was May, like Facebook official or something in like May. And everybody was like, oh. It's a redhead. Yeah, she definitely met somebody in Wales. Oh, dang. Because the, the highest 
population of redheads in the whole world is in Wales. Is it really? Oh, it's not. Wow. It's not Scotland, and it's not Ireland. It's Wales. Really fun fact. They. I remember people tell me that all the time there. Like it's us. The Welsh were very proud of it. Yeah. Which is fine. That's cool. I'm <laughs> but, part Welsh. What? I'm part Welsh. Are you part Welsh? Mm -hmm. I'm part. I'm part like. British, like Great Britain. I don't think Wales is specific to that. Oh, really? But Nathan's all. Well, the funny thing is, is that technically, yeah, Nathan's heritage is all Welsh. Like if you really? actually oh, do the, he did like the test or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it is like his whole family descended from like uh, North Southern yes. Wales. That's cool. Anyway, super funny. When my family met him, they were all just like, "He's out of the blue. She's not even back from Europe yet, and so exactly, it has yeah. to be that she has this British boyfriend." And that then sense. everybody met him and was like. Oh, you're not, yeah, you're not British. It was like this really weird thing, like my aunts and my uncles and stuff, because like everybody came, it was my brother's wedding reception. They were like, wait, you're not British? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, I'm always going to be the British guy. It doesn't matter how much I try, I'm always going to That's really funny, actually. What a weird thing to walk into. Yeah, like it was like a weird, he had to start with this weird thing. Yeah. To be fair, he had probably given... He, That's not the worst thing you can... <laughs> well, no, so... So, okay, this is really bad. I'm not going to tell you the context behind this, because it's like, I don't agree with how Nathan remembers this. But during Christmas, right before I left for Wales, we were still talking, because we were hanging out, he told his uncle that I was a racist. And he had some... Why? Preconceived things that apparently I did or said. Okay. That he was like... Yeah, she's just a racist, and I hate her. And he was just trying to convince himself he didn't like me because he didn't. He I felt can very strong. The felt, racism is. I don't. It was a weird thing. <laughs> I argue that whatever I, the thing that I said, I didn't. I was like, I never would have said that. Like you obviously sure. were trying to think of things to, I think, morph to making me. But so like I went into it because his. I don't know if his aunt and uncle were there at that time, but during Thanksgiving after we were engaged. And I, like, met his uncle for the first time. This one that he was like, yeah, my fiancé now is a racist. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is such a terrible thing to go up to somebody with. Like, because yeah. I guess his uncle was like, don't date her. Like, don't be with her. That's awful. And, like, you should right. not be with her. And I was like, why would you do that if you Dang. were so interested in me? You're such an asshole. Yeah. And you have to go. <laughs> like, you're st So I was like. What happened then? Did you. Oh, he was, like, like, really nice, and I think that he probably had forgotten the whole thing or something, yeah, but yeah. he didn't have yeah, any pre- He didn't seem to have any preconceived notions of anything like that, and thought that I was lovely, from my understanding, so. For a racist, yeah. For a racist, that is, yeah, totally. But I was like, oh my god. So, that's why, but anyways, like, the whole meeting, the whole meeting families things is always just, like, a weird... It does seem stressful at first. Yeah, and then after that, it's usually okay. Do you feel like it's kind of, like high stress and then it's over after that or do you feel like there's always kind of like this anxiety where you gotta like a little bit perform a little bit a little bit nathan nathan's like super adamant like don't ever feel like you need to impress my family like you've right. already like we're married so whatever you do <laughs> like it's there's no turning back like yeah. It, he's yeah it's just really funny so but yeah it, it's always like just a little stressful we went to like with his family to Provo this last weekend or mm -hmm. the weekend before last um, to watch the BYU game or whatever, Boise State BYU game, and just like the whole time still is like there's still like this, I don't know like act. It's not an act, but you just have to be like more aware like that you're with 
these So you swear people's... less, or is oh, that well, what comes down to? I feel like I don't swear as much as I used to. I don't swear hardly at all yeah. compared to, like, freshman Megan. Freshman Megan. I don't know. You probably remember that I better than I do. I don't really remember I was off doing if, you were, if you swore that much ever, but... Yeah, I don't think of myself as a swearer. I think of you but... swearing a lot when you played Smash. That's accurate. When I, I, I mean, that still happens. When I play video games or when I get really competitive, I do yell things that are crazy. That's why I was like laughing when Nathan was like, I'm gonna shut the door in case I yell. And I was like, I think he gets that for me. I think That's that he funny. picked up that bad video game trait because I yell the dumbest stuff when yeah. I'm angry and frustrated. <laughs> and like half of it doesn't even make sense. You can probably account for that. I don't, yeah, I don't get that. I get, trust me, I get getting pissed off. But I just, I don't vocalize it like that. Ever. You don't, you don't vocalize, you're pissed off, you just like silent, keep it in? Is yeah, that... I mean, anyone could probably tell if I'm I'm trying to think of the last upset. time I saw you pissed off. It's probably pretty rare, but... Probably Smash. Smash is... Smash is usually Definitely like the... gotta be the main instigator for... Well, and that's most of the time that we were hanging out, so... Yeah. That makes sense. But, it's just, I'm just gonna be, yeah, very... Do you get angry at, like... obnoxious, you know? You don't get angry a lot at most things. Do you get like really angry at things besides video games? No. Ever? There's just not enough stress in my life to warrant that. <laughs> right? I get angry at like Do you feel like you have a, do you live a stressful life? Yes. Really? Yes. Being married Damn. is very stressful. Like I okay. like not to scare people out of it, no, but like no. being reasonable. married is stressful. Like and I think a part of it and everybody says this or you see like posts on it like with relationships is like um you want it to be a little stressful because it means you care. It means that like you're you care enough about the other person to bring up things that bother you, you or that you want to yeah. fix or and not even fix just to understand it better. And so it's going to be stressful in like ways like that. But like I've never I guess I should say I've never it has moments where it's stressful. I've never thought of my marriage as like oh my god constant stress. It's not. Well, that's not <laughs> different from like any relationship with anyone really. It's like mm -hmm. At, at least like a time. friendship obviously in degree a... like it's marriage is a much bigger deal than mm -hmm. your relationship with your dog or whatever right but... oh i get stressed out by my dog constantly yeah. so <laughs> they're always high strung so yeah but like so relationships are stressful platonic relationships can be stressful um i grad school yeah. is stressful completely like i have a 16 page paper due in two weeks and i'm one and a half weeks. I'm in a panic that I've only got, Have you started? I've got two pages. I've got like a bad. page. I've got an intro. That's pretty good. And an outline. Eh, it's okay. It's terrible. I emailed my professor and he hasn't got back to me yet because I was like, I'm doing this all wrong and I suck. You're not even you started it. How <laughs> <laughs> you know you're doing it wrong? Did I tell you about my last essay? We had to do this other... No. This last essay we wrote and I was like writing it and was like, oh my god, it's so terrible and it's just garbage and all this stuff, right? Why do you say that? Because I just panic about being good at school and yeah. it's funny because I emailed my professor like this is what I'm doing and like am I on the right track and he emailed back and he was like yes you're on the right track have <laughs> a great it. day <laughs> he's like if you have other questions though let me know like you it sounds like you're doing exactly what I'm asking because I thought I wasn't and he was like you're, you're worrying too much yeah so but school is stressful what was your undergrad GPA three point like nine right yeah yeah I mean that's not like crazy. What, what high. percentile is that? I don't know. Can you check that stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I could probably check like, it. Like including dropouts and 
you know, people who Suck. just are, <laughs> are graduating with like a 2.5 or what's the lowest you can even graduate with? I don't uh, know, 2.0. 2 point, because 2 point, below 2.0 you go on academic probation. Okay. So and you can't graduate eight. when you're on academic probation. You have to be right. below 2 point, yeah. Nathan sucked because his was like a 1 point, no joke, 1.997. And they were like, you get kicked out because <laughs> your GPA is not high enough. Dang. And he was like, hi, what the fuck? <laughs> that sucks. So. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's hard to keep, it's hard to have perspective like that when it's, like your own insecurities, but yeah, it's fine. I was like, you're gonna, you're gonna be fine. You can just bleep out what his GPA is, so nobody has to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't think he minds that much. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty open about his that's, school that's life. That's true. Yeah, he's pretty open about most things. You just have to ask that's him, true, yeah. which is really great. It's like always really funny thinking about like my relationship with Ethan because. Like, the first time, I don't know if you've ever, it's always funny, I'm always like, have you ever heard the first story of when we hung out? I always ask people, because it's, like, really, really silly and dumb, and we talked about uh, really bad things that you never talk about on first, things. first dates, I'm gonna yeah. call it that, even though that's, I don't qualify it as that. You just went over to his house. Yes. And we played Nidhogg. What is Nidhogg? We played Nidhogg? No. It's like a two-player game, where it's, like, five panels like five screen panels so it's like the first panel is like a blah, blah, blah. and then you move left or right you basically you're trying to run one way and the other guy's trying to run the other way but you fight each other along the way okay <laughs> it's really it's actually super fun um and nathan and I are both way too competitive so playing it was like really bad and we end up yelling a lot on the first time that's fun that's yeah i mean it was good yeah and then we like i stayed up way too late and we talked about like religion and politics and all these bad things that you're not supposed to talk about and i left and was like wow that guy's an asshole i'm never gonna come back really mm -hmm. why what did he say we just <laughs> had like very way. different values <laughs> oh dang he was like i never want to have kids and yeah. i hate god the and Jews. the Jews. <laughs> Not that specifically, okay. Okay. <laughs> but just like, I'm an- And you were a racist, he wasn't. Yeah, I was a racist so and he sense. wasn't, so that makes sense. <laughs> no, just like, and, um, so yeah, we just like talked about all these things and like literally left and I was like, that dude's my polar opposite. That guy is literally nothing wow. like me. And then I went home and was like, yeah, I'm gonna hang out with that guy again. <laughs> Dang, that blows my mind. What? <laughs> that just doesn't make sense to me, like. Oh, zero sense. I agree. I like, I just like don't, I was like, what? How does this happen? I don't get it. Cause it's like what, you know what people say is like, when you fall in love, you just, <laughs> no, I don't want to process it with that. But like when you, you just know, right? Like you just know when that person's the person and you just know, hmm. and there's nothing that prepares you for it and that somebody can explain to you, you just know. I just knew, he knew. We're like, what the fuck? Dang, so you knew like the next day or after you had I would out, say, he what? says it a lot, but he says it, and I only say this because he literally was like, I was up, he was like spending time, and then his old roommate came home, and he goes, oh, what'd you do tonight or whatever, and he was like, oh, I have that girl named Megan, blah, 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 and then he's like, this is really weird, but like, I, th I, th 
I'm gonna marry that girl, I think. And really? you gotta and he goes, and you gotta Dang. stop me when that happens, because I don't wanna marry her. And he's like, I've heard okay. that story, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. And so he knew. Like the first he's like, I just got a weird feeling. I was like more needed convincing. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I was the less of a wreck individual. I was still a wreck. I was still not in a good place and still very much like this is all messed up. But it all worked out. It all worked itself out. That's good. Cheers. To my British boyfriend. <laughs> Meeting my British boyfriend. That's what I went to do. Just Everyone kidding. needs a British boyfriend in their life. <laughs> Just for the accent. I miss Britain. Britain was so much fun. You ever been to Europe? I've never been out of the country, actually. Okay, we need it's to do it. Sad. Yeah. We should just save some money and just take a trip. Well, my family, uh, <laughs> we've been meaning to go to Germany for a while. Oh, fun. And other places, including, I don't know if Great Britain, but England, at least. England. Um, Great Britain's the entirety of it. Right. So, you just choose. So, I don't, I don't know if we'll be going to Recommend, islands, go to Cornwall. Where is, what is Cornwall? It's, uh, it's like the most southern tip, like when you go... Like, if you're looking at Great Britain like this, it's, like, down here. Okay. It's, like, the most beautiful place in the entire world. Really? Yeah. So that's what I'd recommend. And it's, like, part of England, so you just have to take a train to it. It's only, like, four hours or something from London. Cool. Maybe more. I'll keep that in mind. It'll be a way, ways off. <laughs> ways up. You've been wanting to go, but you're... Well, my family, or my... My dad has a half-brother who's German, lives in Germany. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so... That's He's just been meaning pride. to go visit before, I don't know, people get too old and yeah. whatever happens. Yeah. When you get too old. <laughs> You're like not even old. When You're you like 24, dude. Not when I get too old. Oh. When, when he <laughs> when they and get too his half-brother get too old. Because oh, okay. his half-brother is like in his 70s yeah. or something. So. It's like weird. All the parents are getting old all of a sudden. I know. You don't realize it, but... It's scary. Yeah. I don't like it. I think my dad's, my dad's definitely over 60 now. He's going to be 64 next year. Day. My mom will be 60? When was she born? Oh, she'll be 60 and 21. So it's just like nuts. I'm like, oh my god, I can tell we're getting old. But I know. Other, yeah. How old's your oldest sister? Or your only sister? 40. 40, yeah. Don't tell her. <laughs> I was just kidding. Yeah, he had kids it's like pretty young, too. I mean, 24. That's Ooh. not super young, your dad. Yeah, my mom was 17, though, so. Wait, what? He was 23. 22? He was 23. 22. My sister was born in 79. That's the year they got married. Oh, this... Hey, I'm not going to worry about that. It's too hard. <laughs> math! I hate but, math! Yeah. This is why I did philosophy! I guess that's what you get uh, <laughs> for being the last kid, you know? Yeah. It's like, we were just talking about that this morning, actually. Nathan and I were talking about, like, death. <laughs> but no, like, you not... You roll over and you're like... No, 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 no. I, I have a, I have a friend whose grandma just recently, very recently passed away. And mm -hmm. so we were talking about it and just like, such a sad thing. We were talking about like saying goodbyes when people die and stuff. And it's just like a, you don't want to say goodbye. And we were talking, we were talking yeah. about this, the, what's that called when, um, you like wish you had spent more time. That's a, that's the whole thing we were talking about. It's like when you wish you had spent more time. With a person? Sorry, are we just like... I don't, does that have its own term? I feel like they did like a, a study or something about that. But you know you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, 
now that they're dying, well, or like yeah, if you like know, regret, it's like, oh man, I should have lived this way. No, not the individual that's dying. The the individual that's like right. I should have. Oh, but it's like I should have lived in a way which included that person. Yes. Yeah. And we were just like, that's like a really weird thing, and it's like, should you, should you think of it that way, or should you like think of it more as like not. I don't know how we were phrasing it, and I didn't listen to him half the time, which is... Just kidding. Um, It just was, like, really sad. Anytime we talk about death is always, like, really sad. Well, we were talking about being the youngest, is how I was thinking about that. Is that, like, we see the most deaths because of our large families and us being the youngest. So, like, everybody gets old, and then... Well, he was saying he sees the most amount of deaths, and I was like, I literally... The only person that's ever died is my grandma it's like the only death i and she just died like a few years ago and i was like but that's not like a that's the only one i've seen like i don't really i've okay there's one more oh maybe i've seen more than i thought i have yeah i've only seen two and maybe you like block it out though sad. right you just like you don't think of it actively thinking of it actively makes you sad at least it does for me yeah i mean i i get sad for a little while and then it kind of just dissipates fades like all other emotions for me <laughs> I'm like, what do you All reflect other emotions? On well, yeah, in the moment, right? Oh, okay. You know, it's like, I was like oh, I'm happy Kevin. now, and then it just slowly subsides. It doesn't peak. Well, no, I mean, it, it does it'll peak, peak, but... It doesn't stay peaked. Yeah, the peak sort of uh, guarantees that it'll go down afterwards, right? So. <laughs> I guess. That's like a weird way to think about it. I don't like actively think of my emotions on a daily basis, so... Are you implying that I do? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I always think that, well, so... It's like the type of person that people are. Like, uh, I am not an emotional. I'm like, for being a woman who's supposed to have very active emotions, I feel like I don't. Hmm. I have like. Much you have friends fewer. who you feel like are. Highly emotional? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too much. Or I could pick like a few friends that I'm like, wow, you're really emotional. And I'm just not at that level. Yeah. Like, Nathan is way more emotional than I am, hmm. I would say. Don't tell him that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's gonna listen. Um, <clears throat> but that's, like, not a... I don't know. I just, like, feel bad. Sometimes I feel, like, really disconnected. Because I don't feel like I feel things as much as other people. And then I feel bad. I feel bad because I'm not feeling. <laughs> yeah. I, do you mean, like, like someone dies and it's like, I feel like I should feel more sad. Yes. But I don't. Yeah. I feel that way, too. Or I, like, spend my emotions too much on things that I shouldn't be feeling. Like, anger. Like, I'll get angry at really stupid stuff. And then I'm oh, like, why am I angry? Like, you think of it as, like, spending a, like little a, bit. a little bit of a resource? I don't know. Maybe. That's pretty interesting. I actually think that's reasonable. Because I, we, a lot of the like self development stuff, is a lot about. Um, your own mind and your, how you think about things and how you react to things and, training mm-hmm. yourself to, usually it's like, be more positive. But. Um, there's also all sorts of like weird techniques you can use to like make yourself happy in the moment, right? But. A lot of people are also like, yeah, it's impractical to be able to be at that level mm-hmm. all day. And so what you want to do is do these things when it's most important to you. So if you have like a big decision that you need to make, do it before that or 
you know, any, any big moments, because apparently it's just not feasible to be in that, I guess, elevated state, whether it's energy, emotion, or like a general sense of happiness. And so it seems reasonable that you're going to have like a limit. And oh, yeah. if you spend it all in one place, you know, you yeah. might regret it. I don't know. Well, and I like, and you probably, I don't know. So like when I first came to college four, four or five years ago or whatever, I, uh, sorry, we're close to ending. Okay. Right now. That's really funny. Yeah. So um, we're, we're back. Already. I was just going to say that when I first came to college, I was really hyper focused on happiness. Like, I don't know if you remember that about me or if you picked out that trait or whatever. You mean you're always like, I want to be happy. Yeah. I want to be happy. And I'm a positive person and yeah. life is about being happy. And I like went through all of my experiences in college were like that up until my grandma died. And then I broke up with my significant other at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I just like kept doing it. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to be happy. Like, I was really hyper-focused on, like, I don't care. And even if it's fake happy, I'm going to be happy all the time. And then when Nathan met me, that was, like, the one thing he immediately, like, <laughs> called it his, the first red flag he had, was how, like, intensely focused I was on being happy constantly hmm. and to produce an image of myself that was happy, like, whether it was on, like, social media or whatever. Um... But in reality, it's just me being, like, sad constantly. And I just didn't know how to handle it because I was so focused on always having Did been this... Did you feel sad? Um, yeah. Yeah, I felt sad. Is this post-grandma, post-breakup? Breakup, or were you sad the whole time? No, I think that I peaked... <laughs> my happiness peaked. Mm -hmm. It was like a long, it was no serious, like a long, it's like what you're saying with your emotions. I really peaked when I got to college and then it just like went like this and it just like throughout slowed, college, throughout college. Yeah. And by my senior end of my junior year and my senior started my senior year, I was like, what is like, what's wrong with me? And then I kind of, mm. I quote unquote, I say I went off the rails, like my, the beginning of 2017 was like a really bad year for me. My grandma died. All this stuff happened, and I I went off the rails with it. And then I just like well, and it, I just turned 21, so then I was like, oh alcohol. <laughs> no, yeah. seriously, I'm like, oh alcohol is gonna make me feel happy all the time, so I'm just gonna binge drink all the time. It's great. It's fine. It's super funny. Like thinking about it, my brother used to be like, you drink too much, and I was like, no, that's dumb. Why do you say that? I don't drink at all, and I used to like, drink all the time. I don't think I knew that about you. I yeah. I, yeah. I oh. didn't know that about myself until like recently. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't come to terms with it. Well, cause yeah. Well, and the whole point was that like when Nathan and I met, he met this like off the rails, crazy Megan and was like, whoa, this chick's psycho. <laughs> like seriously, he was like, whoa, this girl's got major issues. Like what's going on? Dang. You know? And, uh, and then I went abroad and I would still say I was like, I was like leveling out though. And I was like coming back up. Eh, not so much coming back up. 
But like ever since I met Nathan, I've come back up. Like he's helped me kind of rebuild a little bit. And I think he made me realize the way that he always phrased it, the one thing that I always remember him telling me, like, very specifically, so this was in, like, the May right before we started dating. He was like, it's not about feeling happy, it's about feeling whole. It's like, as long as you feel like a whole person, happiness shouldn't be your main thing. Because, like, you can be very sad and still feel whole, and you can be very angry and still feel whole. Like, your emotions just need to make you feel like a whole individual. And I was like, oh. Hmm. And, like... I don't know. I don't know. It's something about when he said that for me, like changed my perspective. And I, since then, have not been focused on being the happiest person I can be. It's just about like being a person that I enjoy, I guess. It's like a really weird thing. And I still think of myself, I'm like still thinking of myself as a happy person and that like I enjoy going about my life and being happy. But like, yeah. A really weird I had like a really weird switch that happened in 2017 like my whole life kind of flipped I felt like so what does look what does being a whole person look like you think just being uh, sort of accepting your own feelings about things or... yeah I think that's a big one accepting when you feel sad and knowing that it's still you and that it's okay I think a lot of it is like just a lot of like self-acceptance um, so when you feel sad, do you feel like it's good to sort of bask in that? Or do you try to change your, your state and try to make yourself feel happy? Or... I think old Megan would have... I think old Megan. Yeah. I think old Megan would have tried to change her state and be like, no, I'm happy. I'm not allowed to be sad. And I think it is a little bit about... It's not basking in it I think there are people sure. that bask in their sadness which is yeah. fine um, well, yeah. <laughs> I think that no I think it's totally fine to an extent but a lot of it is yeah. just being able to realize self-awareness and then pull yourself out and say like okay well that's fine you're allowed to be sad about that let's just keep doing what we need to do though in order to be oh human. okay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to keep functioning kind of, and to keep yeah. going and to and to say it's part of me just accept that it's part of you I think a lot of it is like a denial I remember being like I like when I began my sadness run I was like I am in denial that I'm sad sadness run <laughs> it's like a 5K. speed run <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like yeah no it's just, seriously it was like a I was in denial a lot yeah about things and everything and everyone and every function of my daily life didn't feel right. It didn't make sense anymore to me. And I was just like totally in chaos, I think. Hmm. That's the story of my... <laughs> the full story, huh? <laughs> I yeah, I wonder... So do you think a lot of the pain comes from denial and sort of lying to yourself about what you're feeling versus... Because I like what you said about you sort of accept the sadness and then you can act outside of that. Because when a lot of people are sad, they don't, and including myself, yeah, it's just like, well, shut down. Yeah, it's like I'm useless now because I'm not in a good mood. And so mm -hmm. I lose all my capacity for <laughs> like motivation. Yeah, motivation. <laughs> or, um, and this actually, this goes to uh, something that I regret, which is uh, with your 
reception, your wedding reception. Like for whatever reason, I just felt, I just did not feel good emotionally mm -hmm. that day or those two hours mm -hmm. leading up to it. And then I just went home because I felt sad and you know, that's something I regret. It's not the end of the world, you know, yeah. but I mean, we're never gonna have another one. So you no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but it's sort of like you give yourself a pass not to take other things besides your own feelings into consideration. But if you can, yeah. if you can like accept how you're feeling and then uh, yeah, I think outside a lot of, of that, is... that seems like a good place to be. Well, and like, this is really silly, but like, I think in terms of like my meeting Nathan and my relationship, um, like part of me, and this is going to be really sad and whatever, but like part of me accepted that I wasn't in love the f in my previous relationship. Mm -hmm. I was in denial about it for a really long time and then realized that that's not what it was, right? I just denied it and I was like, I'm going to be happy and whatever. And then moved on and then once I could finally move past whatever it was that was blocking me, whatever imaginary force, like I was, I allowed myself, I opened myself up to actually feeling things, other things that I wasn't used to. And that's why I was like, make that comment that, um, you just know whatever, like you just know when you meet the person. And I was like, I just, I just had to be able to feel that, I think. And that, I don't know. I sound crazy, but <laughs> you had to be able to feel. So you, you sort of had to remove the denial of emotions belief. didn't allow me to feel them in full. Right. And therefore moving, removing the denial factor allowed me to experience emotions in ways I'd never experienced them before. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah. So I guess denying, are you crazy. saying like denying your emotions, like it's kind of like procrastinating on solving a mental problem with yes. yourself where it's like, yeah, a little bit. once you deal with it, then you can move past it. Right. Yeah. That's like an interesting way. Yeah. That makes sense to me. why did you feel so sad? I don't know. On the day that you just were sad. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was, I rarely feel sad because <laughs> X happened. Right. Yeah. It's just like, just like a mind. Oh man. Yeah. So it, maybe it's chemical. That's really interesting. I think a lot of emotions are just chemical and you just... I mean, yeah. women experience hormonal shifts that cause chemical... I've experienced it. Every woman usually experiences Apparently men do too, to a much lesser extent. Oh, really? But... I mean, obviously there's always yeah. hormonal yeah, yeah, changes yeah, yeah, yeah. going on all the time, but... Um... Women are yeah. always the more targeted of the... Yeah, too, for guess. obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Sexist. Well, even, I mean, with dude, I was talking about this with my parents, but <laughs> watching, I was watching a lot of football yesterday, and if you're, the like, a dude who has, is in, like, the top fifth percentile or whatever for testosterone in your body, like, that's probably a very different experience than what a lot of other dudes feel like. Cause you're, you're way more easily angered. You're more emotional. You're much more motivated to do a lot of things. You're more obsessive and achievement oriented. And 
Weird. You can do a lot of these amazing things, but obviously it has drawbacks as well. Yeah. And it's sort of like your your like fail-safe systems aren't aren't there as much. And because there's a big range of like levels of, of levels of testosterone. I mean, some dudes can have five times as much as others. So is that just gen is that genetic? I don't know. Oh, yeah, a lot of it's genetic. Okay. A lot so of it's, it's you know, like diet and well, yeah, things other that you stuff eat too, and all yeah. sorts of stuff. But well, they always say like testosterone gives you acne, right? That's like the one that I always remember, and I always uh, like, I know steroids why definitely does that. Why did my family give me testosterone? Who who <laughs> in their genetics? Because <laughs> I was like, I had terrible acne growing up. Yeah. So I was like, it's because of the testosterone. There's worse problems to have. <laughs> okay, for a young girl in high school, acne's pretty bad. That's like your top priority. It's yeah. just not being ugly in high school. Yeah. <laughs> At least it maybe was. And for funny. a lot of people for their whole <laughs> lives also. That's true. I've kind of just accepted that I'm like, this is who I am and I'm just gonna roll with it. It's really, it is, like it, I say, it's like a total shift of the person I was five years ago feels like a totally different person than who I am today. Just like, just roll with it. I was like a, I was like a really in my head individual. That's like a good way to put it. And I think Nathan's been like, y'all gotta relax. <laughs> Nathan's he's good like, at that. <laughs> he's, yeah, no, he's like seriously taught me how to chill the hell out. Yeah. I was like a very a high bit. strung is like a good way to put it. Very high maintenance, high strung individual. And I'm like, oh, okay. I do just need to relax. I'm going to die of like a heart attack at 30 if I don't relax. <laughs> That's like real Sometimes real I'm fear. scared of that stuff too. It's like, how much caffeine did I have today? What's going to happen to me? I see your Instagrams where you're like, Oh, my stories. Coffee, <laughs> yeah. Not 10, but like, you're always supposed to, you're like, I'm not drinking any more caffeine. Yeah. And then it's a picture of a coffee. I'm like, what are you doing, Kevin? I, <laughs> I need to get back on that. It's been a while. Yeah, you haven't posted in like a week. I'm like, come on. I know. I need to up I my... Need your daily... <laughs> I need to up my... Well, it's all for like, slowly improving my personal brand. Your personal brand is coffee? Oh, it's me. Oh. <laughs> oh, but that coffee's part of it, but yeah. Oh, okay. It's me. And I don't know. I've just never been a huge social media person, but. That's true. Trying to. I don't think you've ever made a post on Instagram itself. I have three. Oh, you have three <laughs> posts? Thank you. <laughs> but you it's hard to Twitter. come up with, uh, with pictures. Like, I don't know. I just. I don't know. Take a it's not of the hard. Beauty of the world. Yeah, it's Kevin. not hard, but I've not put the effort in. To be fair, I have like, it does really depend. A lot of mine are like pictures of people and dogs. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean it's just. I mean that's right? all mine is. So and mainly, yeah. But I need to get on it for for real estate. I think that's the. Oh my God, that's the need real help goal. Building your personal brand. Yeah. I'm brand savvy. Are you? I think so. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, you're you taking go. the expertise of me, who thinks that I am great, but I don't know. I think that I've uh, I've built like a pretty. You're probably better than me. Okay. I'll give you that. I like to think of myself as somebody that can build like an image very well, like um, as a package deal. I think of that when I do like resumes and cover letters and mm. it's more like job focused. Yeah. Like I build my stuff to seem. You are always on top of that stuff. 
I don't. I sound really stupid when I say that, but what? <laughs> you just do that for fun. You're like, yeah. I'm bored tonight. I'm just gonna write a <laughs> like resume to whatever. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I like actually. Well, cause and I think part of it was working at the career center through oh, yeah. my school. I like really enjoy pers like that ability, like the ability to articulate your skills and show. Yeah, I think I'm very articulate, but I'm not very good at bragging about myself. Oh yeah, I can teach you all that. I just can't. I do like to brag about myself far too much, so. Well, some of it, some of that's really good. I, I don't know. There's a, there's a healthy medium. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. You don't think? When I, like, <laughs> brag about things that I think I have, I should have permission to brag about. Like, I don't know, I, what's the one that I did recently? This one that's really cute with me and Buster. This picture. And I'm like, I yeah. love my job. I love. You look so adult in that photo. Oh yeah, fancy. <laughs> With the to blazer too. I like the blazer. Dude, that blazer is legit, right? Yeah. It's like bronco orange. It's nice, yeah. It's like pretty. I'm gonna be buying blazers for for my job. You gotta I get like, on it. I like blazers. They're cool. They are cool. I feel like it's really funny. You. Hold on, now I have to check this. I'm gonna fact check myself real fast. To make sure I'm not saying something that I'm like, oh, that's incorrect. Kevin. You're looking at my Instagram? No, I'm looking at your Facebook. No. Well, first of all, see, I can know how to, I know how to brand someone. That's true. You took my profile uh, picture <laughs> for many years. <laughs> I remember taking that. Do you remember this? I remember taking that photo. I didn't know you even took and it. And you didn't know that I took yeah. it. And then I and then you somehow edited showed it. it. Yeah, I edited it and gave it to you. Well, like or showed months it to you? later. Yeah, like yeah, seriously, because you, you posted that reason. November of no, you posted it in November of twenty fourteen. I probably took it in like September or something or October. It probably wasn't that long. I remember you being like entirely creeped out. A but it's such bit. a nice it's kind of photo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, it's a great photo. BRC was that the BRC? Yes, that's the sub. Oh, that's the sub. Yeah. We're like watching Smash or something. <laughs> Probably. Like, let's go to the sub and watch Smash with everybody. Such a good time. Um, what I was gonna say was something about your brand on your profile pics. Hmm. Because that's My, 2014, and then you literally pics. didn't update it until 2018. Yeah. Four years later. I know. But then you did a good one, and you updated it, and then again a year later. Yeah, I've got another one nice. in the works. Also. Another profile picture? Yeah. <laughs> but, Let uh, me know. I have a camera. Take some professional headshots for your realty. Real. Yeah, I yeah. should. I do that. Alright. Not really. They'd be terrible, but... Would they be terrible? I don't know. I have enough photography. I, I'm more up to date on my drawing skills. Let's put it that way. Draw a lifelike picture. Oh! Of okay, I will. <laughs> put it on my business card. <laughs> it's Play you like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really Sorority girl. Yeah, exactly. Buy houses All those, from like, me. Poses, yeah. <laughs> All those poses. Oh, like the one that they do with their arms back the, or whatever. There's the like skinny this? arm. This. There's a lot of things. They you do can the one do. where they grab each other's hands all in the middle. Do you know that one? Where it doesn't matter where you're standing, but you all grab each other's like the fist of the one person. Am I crazy right now? <laughs> no, but I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Not a sorority girl. 
Never was. Sadly. Never will be. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know, I gotta write a 16 page paper. <laughs> tomorrow, you have to do it. It's Monday tomorrow. It's true. I get next I mean, Monday you have off. a full time job, so. Yeah, I work for a living, Kevin. Yeah. Get with it. Good for you. It's good. I like my job. Yeah, that's good. Boy State's a cool place to work. For anybody that needs such a needs a job. Oh, also we're hiring. Shout yeah, out. Plug yourself. Uh, I never do this, but, but <laughs> we should start plugging oh, plugging okay. guests. Uh, my name's Megan Lewis. You can follow me on. I'm a I'm a a storyteller, and I enjoy communication. And wow, this is a terrible plug. Anyways, you can follow me or find me on Facebook. I'm usually under the Megs underscore them eggs m-e-g-g-z <laughs> and uh i'll take your professional headshots just hit me up <laughs> great that's a great point. or draw a picture of you as a sorority girl <laughs> also a very specific skill over and out <laughs> <laughs> peace Thanks for listening to episode 15 of Inside Kevin C. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Megan. I know I did. And I also wanted to note that, um, or I wanted to ask actually that you give me some feedback on what you think of the quieter episodes. The ones I did with Nathan and Megan were just in a private room, no background noise, no kids yelling, no coffee sounds, no, uh, (laughs) none of that really. So, um, I'm trying that. I think I kind of like it. It does, uh, change the vibe a little bit, I think, but ultimately with two people chatting, I think it's still pretty intimate. So, um, I, I still like that about it, but, uh, let me know what you think and, uh, enjoy the rest of your day.